Hey, it's Mickey the Kid. Welcome to another episode of Talking Shit. Today, we're talking shit with the one and only Hellbilly Horror Master and Rock Monster, Rob Zombie. I'm doing all right, doing all right. Any chance uh, that uh, your brother Spider will ever be in one of those? He never I- asked. <laughs> I know, God! You got a brother that makes horror movies. You'd think for sure that he would ask for a spot in there. He'd be perfect in a couple of your movies. Yeah, and it never even crossed my mind. He never even brought it up. So there you go. Shame on him. Well, hey, so tell me about this crowdfunding. What what made you go from going from uh, you know all the mainstream movie houses to doing a crowdfunded film? It was just an idea that I had. You know, I've tried every. You know. For me, every time I go to make a movie, it's like, okay, what do we have to do to get the movie made? I mean, I've done movies with Universal Studios, I've done with Lionsgate, with uh, you know, Dimension Films, but you know, I've done them all over the place. I'll continue to keep doing them that way. I don't know what the next film after this will be. So, you know, somebody came to me and you know proposed this crowdfunding idea, and I thought, okay, well, let's give this give this one a shot and see how it goes. Well, I love the idea, and and I love for anybody. This is a crowdfunded project where you get to put money into Rob's movie, and there are some fantastic collectibles uh, that come along with that. Correct, but Rob. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. I mean, saying that you put money into my movie sounds insane. I, if I was a, a fan, I'd go, why would I put money into your movie? Or, what are you, nuts? But the thing we tried to do is create these uh, cool rewards and incentives so people felt like whatever they were donating, they were getting something back that was equal to whatever they donated. So that's what we've been doing all along. I mean, anything from simple stuff like a, a crew t-shirt to meet and greet to being an extra in the movie so you know what are the crazy things over the years that people have mentioned to me these are the things that we came up with it's a brilliant idea but rob i'm serious i mean when I, I was over there looking at some of the the poster stuff and some of the great things that people got I, i'm going to be honest with you i'm, I'm probably going to throw 150 down on there just to get uh, one of the posters that are coming with this deal there, there you go I mean, yeah, that was part of the part of the thing is like after the fact. Usually, when the movie's done, you know, you end up showing T-shirts and posters and merch from the movie. It just always happens, and I was thinking, God, I wish we had had that money while we were making the movie. It would have been really nice to have it. So it's almost like we're doing it in reverse, you know. The one thing I love about your films, first of all, I love your film style. I love your your point of view and your perspectives uh, from a director of photography type of uh, perspective. I mean, you get the best angles. You have those captivating moments, especially like in that moment in House of a Thousand Corpses where the police officer's on his knees out back and you got the guy with the gun right on his head, you know. And, and it's just that slow motion moment where you're like, wait for it. Wait for it, and and keep it, waiting. Yeah, and keep waiting. Right, exactly. And the suspense is so incredible. The uh, uncomfortable feeling that your skin is just crawling because you like some characters and you hate others, and this one's creepy, and you you just want to see the girl get away. And who shows up, Captain Audi? Yeah, I mean it's always like something bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't know. I, I always have an affinity for the bad characters. The good people never win. Right, I don't know why that is. Um, that's just the way I see life, I guess. If you're writing horror <laughs> films, it's the most perfect way to see uh, the, the having a skewed perspective of the good people never winning. Never. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's always the first note I get after we finish the movie is like, why can't this person survive? And why can't this person save the day? And I'm always like, well, it wouldn't really happen that way in real life, so why bother? Yeah, they all got to die. It's just how it is. Yeah, it always ends up bad. <laughs> Now, let me ask you a question, Rob. Uh, obviously, I, I love your affinity for um, for horror. What was your first costume you ever went as for Halloween? I don't remember 
truthfully, it was probably some, you know, it was like one of those cheap costumes you bought with the plastic mask that covered half your face and you had the, the costume that had a picture of whatever character you were. I'm pretty sure it was some sort of astronaut because I've I've seen old Super 8 footage of me that I don't remember and I'm dressed as an astronaut for Halloween, so... Wow, that I don't, know, I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was like a GI Joe astronaut, like some sort of official thing, but I remember seeing the footage, with, but I have no memory of it. I only know it happened because like this film of it. Wow, <laughs> do you mix any of that film uh, into your films, like any of the Super Eight stuff that you have from back then? No, I don't. I've actually mixed it into music videos. Actually, I've mixed that exact shot into one of the... It was in the More Human Than Human video, but I did it when the, in the movie Halloween Two, mm-hmm. the actress Danielle Harris. She had some Super 8 footage of herself as a kid, and I actually cut that into the film. Oh, wow. So I have done that. It just wasn't my footage. It was somebody else's. Well, it's cool, man. I mean, if you when you have stock footage like that, people wouldn't, you know, think to, to that that would be actually your stuff. So, you know, that's, that's kind of cool, and it, it kind of puts a uniqueness yeah. on the film as well. Yeah, I mean, it gives it a—I I love, I love that type of stuff. It gives it a real mood and a real vibe. Well, I'll tell you, next year I want to be out, uh, invited out to the uh, American Nightmare. I, I really do. The Great American Nightmare. I was looking at the video on the site and uh, the fact that you have that, uh, I think his name is Scott Schulman, the horror guy. Or he's a haunted, one of the most renowned uh, Koppelman. Koppelman, that's it, the renowned uh, haunted house guys. Yeah, Steve Koppelman, yeah. No, I mean, this thing has been, we did one of them last year, and this year we did two. We did one in Arizona and one in uh, Chicago. And these things are out of control. Like, the attendance has just been ridiculous. I mean, I mean I'm not complaining, but it's like the attendance has almost been so big that it's miserable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I never imagined this many people would show up. This must be insane well, every night. You're Rob Zombie. I mean, you have to, you'd have to imagine that that many, especially because you themed, you give it a horror theme, and you have the shootout with the, the whole um, – uh, firefly deal that you had set up there with the cops, and then you you walk inside. Uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. That everything that. everything I've seen on that, I watched a lot of videos on it, and it was just uh, so fascinating. And I was like, God bless America. Why couldn't he do something a little closer to the East Coast that I could get to? Well, we're talking about next year. You know, we ought to, every year. I didn't want to bite off more like a chew, so every year we're looking to expand it again. So hopefully next year one will get closer to the East Coast. Oh, dude, I would, Rob, I, I would totally love that. We're getting closer. First year with California, now we made it all the way to Chicago. So yeah. The next stop will be, you know. Yeah, you, <laughs> you went from California to Arizona to Illinois. Hey, and who knows, maybe we'll see one. It'd be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's been talked about by Rolling Stone. And the premise yeah. behind this, from what I understand, Rob, watching that creepy interview you do with that clown dude, um, is that oh, this, yeah. it, this is a movie about uh, why so many people disappear or, or, or how they disappear on, on the 31st of October? I was just reading something on the internet about how that's the number one day of the year where people go missing is Halloween. Right. I guess makes sense. If everybody's running around in costumes and stuff, it'd be very easy to, you know, do something bad and not be noticed. But um, so that was the beginning of the idea. And and really, in in a nutshell, it's the story of five people kidnapped the day before Halloween. And on the night of Halloween, the 31st, why it's called 31, they're forced to fight for their lives in this giant abandoned factory where they're being held hostage against an endless supply of, of murderous clowns who are trying to kill them. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be pretty nuts. Well, <laughs> he, knowing that what you've done in the past with uh, Devil's Rejects and A House of a Thousand Corpses, you know, and of course I've seen Super Bisto and, and your, the other film that you did with um, your wife, and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head right now. 
Um, Lords of, yeah, Lords of Salem was the last film I did. Lords of Salem, right? I saw that one about the uh, they were radio people, and it was it was kind of creepy. It had a really weird right, vibe right, right. in that movie. Totally weird. Yeah, totally weird. That's the way. That, that was the whole point of the movie. Let's get weird. Yeah, yeah. They, well, you did. You did. You you accomplished that feat, my friend. Um, and real quickly, you grew up in in Massachusetts, right? Uh, did were you did you ever have a, a fascination? Because I would picture you to have a fascination with Salem and the history that goes around with uh, with that area of the country. Well, I mean, as a kid, I mean, I remember going to Salem as a little kid, and we would go to the Salem Witch Museum, and they had some sort of reenactment of the witch trials. But we didn't really have an overt um, fascination with it. It wasn't until about oh, I don't know, you know, ten years ago or so that I was just reading about the witch trials, you know, just not, not for any reason, not for a movie or anything, and, and I sort of, it sort of rekindled my fascination with the place, and then uh, getting to shoot there was great, and really walk around the town and hang out and spend a lot of time there was nice. Yeah, and you know, I could just see, I would love to see, uh, and I, I think you could probably put this together, some really cool psycho bitches that uh, you know are Salem witches. They're re bringing back, bringing it back, and we turn it into some despicable, you know, horror. You know, and they have maybe take have their take out their frustrations on men. You know, mostly men. <laughs> I don't know. My mind gets wondering when I start talking to you about horror. All of a sudden, my mind is like blazing. <laughs> hey, Rob, real quick. Uh, thank you f- so much for sure. being on the show. I hope to have you back on again very soon, Rob. Yeah, great. No problem. I'd love to do it.